to another episode of Not Your Normal Books. My name is Kalen. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, so I I had to go grocery shopping earlier today. So went and did that. And I was uh, I was on my way home. I, I was probably another like three to five minutes from home. And I've got, um, I was at the last stoplight I was going to hit. And I I really don't know what this person was thinking, but they were stopped literally right directly underneath the stoplight. I'm just like, okay, when is there ever a light where you're stopped directly underneath the goddamn stoplight? There never is a there never is that. And it is marked off to like where you should stop. And he was that or I don't know uh who was driving, but they, they were probably a good 10 feet away from it. So I am very surprised and happy that there wasn't an accident, but I'm just like, seriously, like, I, I'm, I'm going to guess it was like someone that is not from, from here, um, who normally doesn't drive through. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a wild guess at that. But uh, oh man. Oh, so we have I well, not we but I have a um, an inst- an interesting week coming up. So uh. So next week I work. I only have to work Monday, which is so nice. Um, and then I have the rest of the week off. Friday is Good Friday. But on Tuesday, Tuesday night, I have, I'm going to go see Elton John, which I am so excited for. I've been holding on to these tickets for over two years. Um, so I, I'm so excited. I'm, I'm, me and my brother are going, because like, so I, I bought them in like January or February of 2020. And it wasn't until late March, late March, early April that, oh, no, it was like mid-March when, when everyone went into quarantine of 2020 and then everything just started canceling after that. And so, um, I got an email saying that it had been postponed. And, uh, it, it took another year for them to come out with a date of when the concert was going to be. So I'm, I'm super excited. So if you guys follow me on Instagram, um, I will be putting probably a couple different photos, maybe a video or two 
of uh, the Elton John concert. So uh, that's something that if you guys follow me on Instagram, that's something for you guys to see. Does I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering this. If anyone else listens to some sort of music when they start to get like anxious or panicky or anything like that for me i have to listen to i i I needed this earlier in the week i had a i i ended up having a panic attack at work and uh um and so i found out that if i am having a panic attack and i am able to listen to music there is a certain music that i have to listen to uh, I cannot listen to anything that has any sort of lyrics in it. So I go straight classical, like Beethoven, Mozart, Bach, all that. Oh, God. It is so calming. It's so refreshing. And here's the thing. It makes me look at, like, if I'm, if I'm at work, like, I did this at work. And so I... I'm like seeing work in a new light by listening to classical music. It's, it is fucking bananas. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I also forgot how much I actually love to listen to classical music too. Can I play an instrument? No, no. I played the trumpet for like four months and then I quit. Um, but if I could learn how to play an instrument, for sure would be the cello. I don't know. There's something about that instrument that is just so soothing. I don't know. It's I, I, I love it, though. I love the sound. I love the tone. Everything about it. So I... I um, there's a group that every once in a while I'll listen to or look up on, on YouTube and it's two cellos. And I want to say they're either friends or brothers. I cannot remember exactly, but absolutely love it. Um, do, 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 do. <laughs> so, uh, um, last Friday... Yeah, last Friday I had to take, I had to take my dog to the vet. Uh, she just had to get her her shots done again, and she she did very good during the vet appointment. Um, was was asking was getting all this love from me, the vet tech, the 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 then the vet. Um, but, uh, I, when I got there, I realized, I, well, I saw that, like, the, the, um, the, um, vet hospital that I go to, um, it was, or the animal hospital I go to was busy. So I leave her in the car, I go in, and my dog is, I, I, I rescued her, so I don't know what her home life was, but she is very has leash reactivity so she does not do well with other animals she is very aggressive towards other dogs and you know i i don't know how exactly to fix that and like i i don't take her on walks as much as i should anymore because every time that we go for a walk 
and she sees another animal and she starts to get agitated, I start to freak out because I've had an incident to where I was taking her for a walk and at the time we were using a um, prong collar and uh, the collar broke apart and she went after this other dog. I, I, I got her before she could do anything, before she could... I, I, I got her before she could try to bite or scratch the dog. So, um, but, uh, you know, after that, like, I'm completely terrified to take her on a walk because if, I no longer use the prong collar. Um, she spent a couple more weeks at her board and train after this. And, uh, um, they gave me a new leash to use where, um, it goes over the muzzle and over and around the neck as well. So then I have control over head that way. And I like that better because I know that she cannot get out of, get out of that leash. So I feel, I feel better using that, but still it's just, anyway anyway so um they're just like okay we'll come out to your car and get you when uh uh we're ready for her in the exam so about 10 five, ten minutes go by and they come to get us and and i start to go in and she's already going crazy because she just smells all these different animals so we get like halfway up to the door i'm just like and they're and they're just like well we do have some dogs in the um in the waiting room, but we're going to take you right into an exam room. And I'm just like, well, this isn't going to do. And, and I knew that she was going to just pull away from me. So I pick her up, I carry her into the exam room. And then, um, we're in the exam room. She's hearing all these other dogs bark and she's having all these smells. So she's, she's just like whining, wanting to get out. And, and I think that she, I personally think that she wants to play, but, She's very, she has that aggressive tendency to play. And I don't know if she's actually, like, I, I don't know. Um, so on when we were going out, they're just like, okay. So we've got a, a couple more dogs in the waiting room. Uh, we can either check you out while you're waiting in here, or you can take her out to the car. I'm just like, I'll take her out to the car and I'll come back in and pay. So I have to carry her out of the vet again put it and then get her into the car my, and, and my dog has gotten chunky oh she's a chunk um the last time we went she was 65 pounds she is now at 71 uh her last vet appointment was probably six months ago so yeah she's put on she put on a couple pounds but uh she's She's a happy, chunky girl, so <laughs> that's all that matters. But, uh, oh, well, speaking of pets and dogs, we're going to get into pets and dogs in our book, so we're going to get to that. So the book that we have this week is April's Fools by Ivy Asher and Raven Kennedy. So about the authors, Ivy is an international best-selling author that is addicted to swearing, laughing, and chai. She loves snowstorms, her family, and writing books that have badass females. Raven was born and raised in California, and her love of books pushed her into writing her own. Our characters in this are Maddox, Theo, Brant, Sheriff April, Zeke, 
Remington, Puddles, and Coon. So Maddox, Theo, and Brant, they were all in the military. They were all, I believe, rangers. And uh, they were on a mission. Uh, there were seven of them in the group. And they were the only survivors from that mission. Even though they survived, they still had suffered some injuries. Uh, Maddox had lost hearing in one ear. Theo lost one leg just below the knee, and Brant had sustained a head injury that affected his vision. Brant also has a therapy dog named Puddles that is an English Mastiff. The reason that they named her Puddles is anytime there's a thunderstorm, she pees. No matter where she's at. Around 10 weeks ago, they had moved into a small town called Endstone. Now, Theo had inherited this property from his uncle. And Endstone, Endstone seems like a, a nice town that has its quirks, like, like any other town. So what they own a business there. It is a gun shop and target practice place is, is what they own. But during this, but during the day on this day, they are hearing over the, over the radio, a broadcast going on about a, a sickness that's going around that's called the handshake plague. And they're saying how far this is spreading and how many fatalities that they've had so far. I mean, it's, it's not unlike how, how COVID was. How we, we, when, when we first got the numbers of COVID and they were talking about how they think it's spreading and, and, you know, everyone has to go into quarantine and, and how many fatalities that we had in a day or in a week. I mean, this is, it's, it's kind of like that, um, so later that day, they get told about a town meeting. So the people that are heading this meeting are Sheriff April, who Sheriff April technically isn't even the sheriff anymore, but he still holds that title. Um, it's him, his friend Zeke. Now Zeke and Sheriff April are like two peas in a pod always together. Uh, you have the mayor and then you have the current sheriff and their deputy. Now, the plan is to wall off the town and quarantine anyone who is showing symptoms. This seems a little extreme, but I'm going to guess that if there's actually, um, there, there might've been people that did this, uh, during like the first quarantine of, of COVID. There might have been people that are just like, okay, we're going to do this. Sheriff April pulls the guys aside. And he asks them to do something for him. They're just like, okay, like, what do you need? He's just like, I need you to go and get my kid. First of all, they didn't know he had a kid. He had no idea. 
Sheriff April never said anything. So they, and, and it, it takes them a little bit, but they agree. It makes them feel useful. It makes them feel like, like they're soldiers again. So they have a route planned out for them. And it's all back roads. And it's going to take them two to three days to get there. They are borrowing an SUV from a family in town instead of using a tr- using their truck because they can get there and back on just one take in gas. So maybe it only took like a day and a half to drive there. Or maybe just a day. I don't know. I don't remember. So it turns out once they get to the house that they're supposed to, they were expecting this guy to come out. Oh, no. No, 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 no. No. The sheriff's kid is a woman. Her name is Remington. She goes by Remy. Her father named her after his favorite gun. I am named after a book character uh, that my mom read about when she was 16. So I can't really judge people on names. I, I had uh, my, my therapist asked me a couple weeks back. Um, she asked me how I got my name and I explained how my mom had read it in a book. She asked me what the book was. I said, I don't know. My mom doesn't even remember. So, so some book out there is a character named Callan, and I am named after that character. I know it was a female character. I know that much. Now, Remy is uh, a little different. So the house that she's at right now, it's kind of it's her off season house. So she usually stays there for a couple months and then she goes up to Alaska where she does, um, uh, where she's a wilderness guide. But some of the things that she does different in, in the guy's mind is uh, she smokes fish for a bear. She puts a metal rod in the ground during a thunderstorm. And she has a pet possum that she named Coon. Now, it, you can either call it a possum or an opossum. As far as I can tell, it's the same thing. You can just, either way you want to say it, I think is fine. I, I did an extensive Google search into this. And uh, it, you can either say opossum or possum. Uh, but... Coon got her name because she likes to be wrapped up in a scarf like a cocoon. It takes them a while for them to get her to agree to go back. She doesn't have... uh, When she left Endstone when she was 18, she left uh, not on the greatest of terms. And and, and, uh, that, that, that sounds bad but uh her and her father just didn't get along and um we'll we'll get more into it as as we go because there's some things you guys don't know yet and we'll get to that so after after a little while they finally get her to agree to go back to endstone so she goes okay just just give me a day there's a couple things i need to do 
Well, a day turns into only a couple of hours because uh, they find people on the road. Um, so they Maddox literally ties her to the car and then just takes off. Which, I mean, all the both the other guys are just like, we just literally kidnapped a person. Is this what the end of the world is coming to? Because the guys are ta- the guys are just like this is what's going on. They're just like the- we're dealing with the handshake plague. All the phones aren't working. Internet's down. Like everything's down. You cannot get any. You can't do anything. They are driving out of town. They get about. Halfway, um, they get about halfway to Endstone when they get into an accident. Uh, This is caused by both Maddox and Coon. So, Coon... She uh, hopped on top of the car and then made herself known by first scratching. And then uh, when Remy tried to get her into the vehicle, Coon wouldn't get there. But uh, Coon started to like, um, so it, it it had stormed earlier. And Maddox going at a high speed started to hydroplane. And that's when Coon fell into the windshield, or fell onto the windshield, and Maddox couldn't see around her, lost more control of the vehicle, hit a tree. Everyone's fine, though. Everyone's fine, though. So now they have to walk back, which is, which is fine. Remy's just like, well, we can, we'll go through the woods and it'll only take us half the time. And Maddox is just like, no, 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 we're going to follow the road. They start following the road. And the road is very curvy. And they finally give up. And she's just like, we'll go through the woods. And Remy has like the smuggest smile on. Because she knows that she was right. She also didn't pack any uh, food for her. So she, the guys, they all packed like canned foods. MREs. Um, I think that was it. And uh, she's just like, I will live off the land. Like, I will find things to eat. And I'll just do that. So I'm not going to be like weighed down with your with packs like you guys. So they get, they get a couple miles into the forest and they come upon a moose. So I did not know this. I I learned this in the book. But apparently, moose are some of the most dangerous creatures. Or dangerous animals. So, I live in Ohio. We have no moose in Ohio. None. So, I I don't... As far as I know, I have never been to a state where moose are prevalent. Um, so I 
the only time that I've ever seen a moose at all is on TV. So I don't know how dangerous or 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 crazy these these animals are. But if if but if they're saying, hey, moose are crazy and they're dangerous, I'm going to stay the fuck away from them. Um So Remy sees a moose. She knows that it's not good, so she takes off and she's trying to tell the guys to get away from the moose. You know? They're all just kind of laughing. They're just like, you have a pet bear, but you're not gonna, but you're afraid of a moose. The moose seems just as disinterested so far, but that turns on a dime and the moose starts chasing the guys. And that's when Remy starts to shoot at it. Now, Maddox really lays into her about this. Maddox is a a control and clean freak. And so, you know, he he's just like here's what I think it is. Maddox is in a place to where he does not have all the information for it. He has to follow someone else's lead and he's not used to doing that. He is used to everyone following what he says. And, and so he's going against his own nature in a way to do this. And, you know, some personalities do not mesh well together. And I think right now their personalities are just colliding and crashing. So uh, it, it takes only a day or two to finally reach Endstone. And, and during the walk in the woods, they all have started a relationship with Remy. Now, once they get back into town, uh, they and finally let into town because it's been boarded off uh, or walled off. Um, they're quarantined for the next two weeks, and they're able to actually do the quarantine in the guys' house since their house is off the beaten path. So those two weeks become a sex fest. At the end of their quarantine, there's another town meeting. And that's when some truths come to light. So, there was no end stone. There was, sorry, there was no handshake plague. There was no plague at all. There was no sickness. Cell towers are working fine. Internet's working fine. No one has died from a supposed virus the guys don't understand and they are pissed off especially when they find out that the town that they're living in is a town full of doomsday preppers i'll say that again a town full of doomsday 
preppers. I, uh, I, uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, I, and, and, and I'm, I'm still trying to wrap my head around that fact alone. And I got nothing. The, apparently they're on a watch list because it's sort of like a militia that lives there. It's like, like a whole militia doomsday town. When Theo got the papers from his lawyer about Endstone and the property that he would um, be inheriting, um, it said in there, that it was a town full of preppers and it gave all the information on the town. What Theo did not do was he did not read the paperwork. He did not read the paperwork. All the guys are pissed at this. Maddox is the one who's pissed more than anything. He's just like, I'm fucking out of here. And he starts to leave. But one of the townspeople talks to him. And her name is um, Darla. And she said, When I moved here with my late husband, I thought it was all crazy people here too. But it's people who will look out for you. Who will be there for you and who will help you. Where else can you get that? So he has to make a decision. Does he want to stay in town? Stay in a relationship with Remy? Or does he want to leave, leave the town, leave the guys, leave Remy? possibly be on his own every single one of the guys decides that they're going to stay and stay in a relationship with Remy with doing the barest of minimum that is required of them with the town and that is the end of the book all right, so so I want to talk about how fucking awesome Remy is. I mean, she Maddox Maddox doesn't like her at first because she is different. She is not the uh, most organized or has the cleanest house. But she is so goddamn fucking awesome. First off, she has a bear that, oh god, the bear's name is, I'm gonna have to look this up real quick. Uh, it's a very fucking good name, too. Jim Bob. So the bear's name is Jim Bob. 
Uh, she has chickens, which she just, there's one that's called uh, Cluck Norris. And uh, oh, there's one that was like named Mona Lisa or something like that. And I cannot remember what it is, but like pun names for her chickens. She's got her, her possum coon who is in, an, in a romantic relationship with three rats. This, she's living the most awesomest life. She can live off the land. She's not afraid to show her crazy. And that's fine. Show your crazy. It's awesome. Okay, show you crazy to an extent. There there can be a little a little crazy that's a little bit too crazy. Um anyhow who? Uh I I find the fact that she smokes fish for Jim Bob and puts salts and, and puts like seasonings on it for him. I want to know how she got Coon. I, I want to know how Coon became her pet. And if Coon goes with her up to Alaska. That's a really good question. I want to know if Coon goes up to Alaska with her. Which I don't. Can, can possums live in Alaska? That is another question for Google. Why didn't, think, why didn't I think to Google this earlier? Yeah, yeah. Apparently, yes. They can. Huh. But apparently skunks don't live in Alaska. Which, okay, so speaking of Alaska real quick. I did not know this until probably a couple months ago. But Alaska takes up, like, the entire, like, length of the U.S. right above. I didn't know that. I thought, I guess I never really looked at a, um, I don't remember the last time I saw a globe. But I always saw like the little maps that had that showed the U.S. and it showed Alaska and Hawaii, and Alaska was like the size of what like Oregon is. I thought it was just a, it was tiny. Like, no, no, it's a fucking huge state. Jesus. Would I want to visit Alaska? Sure. Would I be terrified? Most likely. But, Okay, so so let let let's get back to the book. Um, okay, so let let let's get into Endstone for a second. Um, I I really don't know what to say what to say on the uh, town of Doomsday Preppers. You you kind I I kind of want to like laugh and, and, and chuckle a little bit 
But uh, they're probably a little bit more equipped at the beginning of quarantine than most of everyone else. They probably weren't fighting people for a roll of toilet paper. Which I still don't understand why toilet paper was like the first thing to fucking go. Like uh, I remember it was on it was on my birthday. I was with my mom and we were traveling to go get my birthday dinner. Um and we ordered from the steakhouse. And we had like one one or two rolls of toilet paper left. So we needed some for the house. And it took us six different stores to be fi- be able to find any. And I found I found one. I was like the last one they had in the store. I grabbed it and I took it. I was like, this is a birthday gift to myself. I will be able to wipe myself tonight. Um, anyway. So, so a town of preppers that each year they hold an annual survival thing where someone where they make up a a fake plague or sickness of some sort and and they do things to survive that way i i could i live there no 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 and you understand why remy wanted to leave just like if you grew up in that i mean I don't know if if we were to look at these characters if if there was another book that came out and we looked at these characters in five years do I think any of them would have changed I think Remy would still be the same as she is I think Maddox would have you know lightened up on the um uh alpha alphaness of himself um i i think all three of the guys would relax and and just like take a lot of joy in life more than than what they were doing beforehand I think Puddles and, and Coon would still be around kicking. Yeah. So, uh, since that was a standalone, we now have to pick our next uh, book and or series. I picked the wrong chair. So, I'm going to try not to move my chair so it doesn't pop anymore. So, I'm going to stir up the papers. While, uh, while I do that, I'm going to tell you where... Tell you where you can find me. So you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Not Your Normal Books Podcast. You can uh, email me at Not Your Normal Books at gmail.com. Uh, any book suggestions, thoughts, feelings, uh, questions you have, anything like that, go right ahead and, 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 email me about it or you can message me on Instagram about it um so our next title that we have is I was actually thinking about this book the other day too 
The Apocalypse Chronicles by Lori Falter. Faulkner. Uh, this is a two-book series. Um, so that will be our next books. So with all that being said and done, I will see you all next week.